Lay you down. Oh, I'm going to stop singing now that the <laughs> meeting is being recorded. <laughs> Although, you know that like episode of Friends from back in the day when like when Phoebe had a cold, her voice turned like super sexy and like like she had an incredible singing voice. Don't get your hopes up. I was at a bachelor party this weekend in northern Minnesota. Again, not the same part. Went to, you know, the, the resort golf course areas and uh, with a handful of friends. Shout out to my friend Kyle Racky who's getting married. Congratulations bro I love you and first day back in the office was rough and I have a little bit of a runny nose so I got a COVID test today and I'm hoping it's coming back negative but everyone at the bachelor party was vaccinated I'm vaccinated so I hope it's fine hoping it's not the delta variant I might even get results while we're recording so if I do I will be sure to interrupt whatever we're talking about it and make it all about me and my positive result and my negative result <laughs> okay let's get this right is it a positive or negative result it's it's positive that the result is negative. <laughs> it will be positive when the result is negative. I think we should just leave this episode telling everybody this is it. This is your final episode. Harry's got COVID. He doesn't have much time. <laughs> it's been a, these last 10 episodes have have been 10 things that happened in my life. I don't know that they're good or bad or not. We still don't know what this thing will become. But yes, if this is the last time you hear my ridiculous, loud, obnoxious voice, thank you for listening to belligerent beeves beaver fam it has been a privilege it has been an honor and if i don't die if i don't die of covid in the next few days i might die this weekend when i go to a fantasy football draft in scottsdale arizona either because of heat or alcohol poisoning this i double booked like every weekend for like the next like eight weeks if my body makes it through september we'll be shocked have you heard that there's a um global pandemic terry i i did i think i heard what are you something about doing Doing traveling so much. The, the, the sh- this was, we're supposed to be done with this by now. <laughs> we booked our flights for this shit in February, and it's me and my best friends. We're all vaccinated. We're going to an Airbnb. You know. Wait, wait. Was everyone vaccinated in February, or did you guys just gamble on the fact that by, by August this will all be done? Yeah, because mm, you could get a holes in your story. On. You could. Get, how is there yeah. holes in my story? We were gambling on the idea that yes, we. You will there will be vaccines you're not a gambling type terry i'm not the gambling type you're, but we you're knew, a calculated <laughs> man i talked to medical professionals i'm friends with about the possibility <laughs> of getting vaccinated by the chiropractors end of don't count Ted Zava doesn't count. I it was not Ted Zava. <laughs> Ted. No, normally, when someone I know is get brought up on the pod, or someone we know gets brought up, we say, "Come on the pod." Ted, please stay as far away from the pod as possible. But <laughs> the cancellation part, we got an Airbnb. You can cancel like seventy-two hours before your trip. You can cancel flights with you know a month's notice, whatever. So we planned the trip, knowing that if things kept getting worse, we could do it. And both of y'all have been traveling like crazy as well in the last months when things have opened up again so i will not be <laughs> pigeonholed into the someone who's not taking this shit seriously all right i drink yeah. the vaccine with my beer every episode of belligerent <laughs> all right i care about my fellow man i care about my own health i want to be out of this bullshit so we can go back to the glorious you know before times which are never going to happen uh, i've already given up on that dream but still i will go to scottsdale i will have a great time i will draft the championship fantasy football team and i will be 
be back here on Monday for to record another incredible episode of the Belligerent Beeves. Nothing's going to stop me. Right before you and I both travel again to go to <laughs> West Lafayette. That's another, there, there's a week in between. So, you know, it's oh, okay. Nice. Just survive that week. Yeah. So if I, if I'm sniffling, don't be overly concerned. Well, this, these negative results are going to come back when, when we're recording. I just know it. Please. I hope they do. I'll wait on this. I'll wait on this Zoom until you get your results. Okay. It could be tomorrow. They say like one to three days. I'll be I here, thought that you were supposed to get results like 15 minutes. Yeah, like LeBron yeah. James can get that. We hate. <laughs> <laughs> did they? Did they do the one where it had like scraped the inside of your nose? No, this I did the saliva test. Uh, I have. I I did that early. Be like before there was a oh, vaccine. Oh, that's probably that. going to Ted. He's probably testing your spit. Nice, Ted. <laughs> Hey, this is coming full circle. Hope you enjoy my spit, friend. I, I hope he just marks you as positive out, just out of just, spite. Yeah, just as, <laughs> just in case. I don't, I want to ruin Terry's weekend, so. <laughs> yeah. He could do it. I don't know what uh, the status of him and our, our dear friend, Greg Johnson, but our, our pal Greg Johnson is getting married this weekend and I am missing it for this fantasy draft and Greg is not happy with me. So I could see Ted trying to say I'm positive to, to just ruin my weekend, but I, I don't, I don't know that uh, Greg and uh, Ted are on good enough terms. This, this is a very inside joke conversation that most of our listeners won't have any idea what we're talking about, but that's okay. Sometimes things can be between us. Hey, before we get started, Jay, did you ever have to like uh, uh, weatherproof your fence that you built? No, I just let it rot. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Belligerent Beeves, weatherproofing fencing. This is now a dad podcast, even though there's only one dad present. <laughs> Just like fill it up with some lacquer or uh, what? <laughs> Was it an oil-based weatherproof? Let's talk about building fences and decks and lawnmowers and... Oh, I'm getting our deck tents. redone. Nice. Yeah. Suppose you've perked like, up this, all night. The guy was like, this deck sucks. <laughs> yeah, I had him come build separate stairs. He's like, your deck sucks. Who built this? And I was like... <laughs> By the way, we all now hate the twins. No, we don't. Yeah, yes, we do. what are they doing? They're just putting... They're, the, the twins demoted Trevor Larnack to Triple A St. Paul. But hey, the Saints have a really nice stadium in downtown St. Paul and really cool. So I'm just going to go over there and watch Trevor chop it up for St. Paul. The only like, why news that I get is from Terry. Uh, and uh, I would have thought that Trevor Larnick was going to be MVP or at least in the MVP. Candidate. That's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> You're fluent in my language now. I'm not going to text you every time he strikes out. <laughs> Why demote him? I don't. I don't know. I don't know, JP. What are you? What are you guys playing for right now? I don't. know. You don't have the GM in your contacts. I don't. I have met him though, so that does not help us. Of course, I didn't say it to help. Are they the St. Paul Millers? No, they're the St. Paul Saints. They had a rivalry back in the day with the Minneapolis Millers. So oh, Willie yeah, Mays, was. Willie Mays was a Minneapolis Miller at the same time Roy Campanella was a St. Paul Saint. Mm, I almost like that name better the minneapolis millers better than the minnesota twins yeah i agree fuck you guys <laughs> I have a Minneapolis Miller's Willie Mays jersey. It's fucking I know. Ebbets Field Flannel. Yeah. It's, Shout out Ebbets. <laughs> Shout out Ebbets. Ebbets sponsor us. That's our favorite clothing brand. <laughs> Dude, they make some good OSU gear, actually. They do. They do. do they? Yeah. 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 They got some The Minneapolis Miller's throwbacks. jacket they have is so cool. They played at the stadium called Nicollet Park, uh, which is close to where I grew up. And they have this great jacket uh, in, you know, Giants slash Beavers colors, because that's what the Miller's rocks too, that has the Minneapolis 
Minneapolis Miller's M on the front and Nicollet Park on the back. And I've, I've seen people wear it in person and it's sweet. That's and cool. I'm going to use that as a transition to talk about a jacket I really want to talk about. And then we can also talk about other clothing and merch because we have news in that regard, you guys. But this is the Oregon State Beavers bomber jacket. I just yes. got off of What's it? Check out old school that is Betty. so cool. Check out this piping. What's hilarious about it is like the chest and arms are fit like a large size jacket by today's standards. The waist though goes maybe a little bit below my belly button. So you can see how much longer <laughs> my, my t-shirt is than the jacket itself. This is going to be hilarious. That's the look. Dude, that's the, that is the look. That's, I know. Yeah. It's but <laughs> You are so chuggy. I'm chuggy as fuck. I'm going to wear this like with joggers and a backwards mesh <laughs> trucker hat. And Gen Z is just going to laugh in my face. Um, so yeah, this is, co- this is coming to West Lafayette with me, Benny. Uh, I hope we actually get, you know, a little bit of a, you know, crisp breeze at some point to justify wearing it. But yeah, old hey, school Benny bomber jacket. We're twins we late. today. We're twins. Yeah. Look at this. Benny doesn't even wear Oregon State stuff while we record. It's very rude. Well, it's a podcast for your ears not for your eyes <laughs> i muted myself so i could sneeze but i really wanted my i want my laughter to be included because that is oh, that should be the new, the new description a podcast for your ears <laughs> not for your eyes thank you should we get into our merch yes yeah, speaking of osu merch we've got baby's merch baby's merch baby yeah, JP, it was so hard for me to focus on work today after you sent that. I was just looking <laughs> at pictures of it. Uh, but yeah, talk, talk us through the the new the first line of Oregon State Belligerent Beeves Bebe's merch. What, what do we got? Where can our listeners find it? What's the dealio? Yeah, you can find it on our site, belligerentbeeves.com. There is now something on the website. There is besides, something actually. Besides on the links to the episodes that you can get elsewhere. There yeah. are now, there's now something populating the website that you can only get on the website we crossed a big milestone today you guys <laughs> it, it makes it makes the website actually matter and uh when you go there you'll see at the bottom there is a merch section as you scroll down the main page i'll probably drop a link on the top as well but uh go in there you will see our first line of merch and it is really just logo merch right now um logo tees short sleeve long sleeve hoodies crew necks there's some stickers you can order uh mugs which are cool and a fanny pack because ooh yeah you need you that'll, that'll do some damage tailgating right it'll be sick yeah. so i i saw that i said yeah we're we're, we're selling fanny packs speaking of being chuggy as fuck you could get a belligerent beeves <laughs> fanny pack yes de- designed by the three mid-30s gentlemen who are, are chuggy <laughs> as hell on this chuggy ass podcast <laughs> Be to quick sidebar just while we keep saying chuggy and over and over again what is that see i, I just learned what chuggy means recently i was like is it chuggy that i'm just now aware what chuggy is and is it chuggy yes. for ben to not know what chuggy is it's like it's both it's Gen there's no Z. escaping being chuggy with your exactly there's no escaping and and a shout out to gen z we're not gonna you know generational shame anybody uh no i like it i I encourage you making fun of us we're we're funny as shit we're a bunch of weird goofball dorks in the millennial community but (laughs) they're they're next in line though they're next in line the next gen's gonna say i don't know what i don't know what the label is gender it doesn't go back to a but you know whatever (laughs) generation generation assholes cavemen you're gonna think 
they're assholes. Um, you know, Chugi is like millennials doing things that they like think are still in and Gen Z being like, nah, fam. Yeah, just shaking their head. So, yeah. it's like, so like oh. joggers are Chugi. God, I am Chugi as fuck. I keep, I keep saying joggers. Yeah. I keep saying joggers because on the podcast I was listening to where people were talking about this, that was the only example they provided. And I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't think of something similar. And I also am guilty of that where like, I'll put my joggers on and being like, yeah, I'm killing it today. And ever since then, I'm just like, oh, I went into a store the other day uh, and the guy that was helping me out, I remember leaving and I looked at Yuri and I was like, I don't even know where I would find any of the articles of clothing that guy had on. Like, it was (laughs) I was so confused. Not the store you were in. Well, the store I was in did not sell clothes. Okay. Sold, yeah, cannabis and other paraphernalia. <laughs> it sold ideas. <laughs> yeah. It, Fashion really is more of an idea than a clothing in, garment. Yeah, it was. It was a lot. Circling back to our merch, like we, which is not chuggy. It's not chuggy. It's our logo, and our logo it's timeless. is timeless. It's timeless. Cross it spans generations uh, for the appreciation of the logo. But also, we have uh, some of our first non-logo apparel available now with the uh, Chopham design and, and more to drop in the future. So most of this stuff probably won't be there forever. Um, just because I don't want to get too crazy because we'll probably have plenty of merchandise uh, and new designs throughout the, the year. So um, get them while you can. And we're donating. Uh, I mean, essentially, our cut is very, very small. It just helps the pod stay operational, to be honest. But um, half of it is going to go to our Beaver Nation, which is the OSU Athletics Student Fund, um, helping to do things like finish research or any sort of scholarships for students that are student athletes um, or help fund any sort of underfunded programs at the university. So pretty cool. Take a look. Cause I, I honestly, they, all the stuff that that's up there, the hat, the snapback uh, and the chop them shirt. Um, like I have them in my cart right now. They look really cool. <laughs> We're buying our own shit. That's how cool it is. <laughs> yeah. Now I haven't, I haven't looked since you added these last few things. The Chopham shirt obviously is awesome. And we might have uh, another Chopham themed uh, piece of uh, merchandise coming. Can you guys, when, when we talked about the origins of Chopham on our first episode, if you haven't listened to it yet, go check it out to get a very underwhelming story about when we were in a dive bar one time and tried to basically <laughs> write Oregon's state's version of alabama's roll tide or auburn's war eagle and we did a, a really phenomenal job and we accomplished this just that um it's on, this is probably the first t-shirt it's on if one person in the world spends money for something that says chop them on it like that's just a net gain i don't care what <laughs> yeah. happens after that yeah that is house money right there. Hashtag yeah. chop them. But it does make more sense. It's something that beavers do. Beavers chop things down with their teeth. And it's such a better battle cry than go beaves. Right. Yes. I like go beaves as the basic, you know, build the dam is good to all kinds of things. Uh, but yeah, chop them. And it's just fun to say. That's why we end each episode going chop them. Um, and yeah. <laughs> it's probably so confusing for listeners. <laughs> it's it, That's why we <laughs> talked about it in the first episode. So, and as we've said today, and this might be a little bit of a, spoiler for future articles of clothing or merch to come, but you can't spell chop them without hope. And that is the theme for this season of Oregon State football, baby. And God, some of this, the unisex fleece pullover looks sweet. Um, 
I, I, I need to keep crushing my core with Emma Lovewell on Peloton as we do need to mention Peloton in every episode, not because they're a sponsor, but because we're obsessed and basic. Uh, I need to get the crop sweatshirt so I can pull that off <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> with, with some abs. Uh, that mug is cool as shit. Oh, wow. I hadn't seen it yet. Do you think Peloton is chuggy? <laughs> There's nothing shoogy about good health and wellness, Benny. Okay, good. Um, I'm going to say no. Gen Z, if you're listening, we have some Gen Z listeners, according to Anchor. Yeah. Let us know. Hit us up at Belligerent Beeves. Don't, don't hold back. You won't hurt our feelings. We've got thick skin here. We've been Beaver fans for a long time. You know, we can take it. So yeah, Peloton might be chuggy. Oh, there's two mugs. There's <laughs> two. One's I an enamel a, mug. <laughs> the, the enamel mug is the one I really like. The other mug's cool too, though. This you is can pick sweet. the color of the inside of the other one. That's dope. I love that. It can be orange or black. And since we're talking about this right now, um, the stickers are on there as well. JP mentioned there is a way to get stickers for free. If you log on to Apple Podcasts, write a five-star review for Belligerent Bees. It doesn't need to be long. It can be one word. It can be no words. Just as long as it has one, two, three, four, five stars on it. Take a screenshot of said review, slide into our DMs on Twitter, and then give us an address to mail it to you. And we'll hook you up with a free Belligerent Bees sticker. Uh, This has been a blast so far. More people are listening to the show than we thought would within like a hundred episodes. Probably we did not exactly aim very high, but it really means a lot <laughs> to us that people are listening to it and are saying that they enjoy it at least and reviews and uh, ratings really, really do help a lot. So please do that. Please share the show with a friend, family member, uh, send it to duck fans in your life. That's a fun flex. You know, we've actually have silently been getting support from some duck fans in my life who are like, y'all are daydreaming, but you're doing kind of a good job. So, so, you know, I said, go fuck yourself. Don't listen. I hate you for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want Anchor to block Duck fans somehow. Uh, but yeah, just, you know, send it to them. They have enough podcast. It would be like, hey, you don't have a podcast as cool as this one. They don't have, does your podcast have crop sweatshirts and uh, Peloton hashtags? I don't think so. So uh, definitely do that. We'll hook you up with a sticker. And then hopefully as we get more gear and stuff, we'll have other giveaways to come. But this is very exciting. JP did a great job. So we haven't gotten into our beers yet, but I'm just going to do a cheers to JP for hooking this up on the website and making it so beautiful to look at. Cheers to you, JP. Cheers. Should we go through our beers? You guys are going to be surprised by mine. I think you're... Oh, I can't wait. You're ex- do you want to go first or last, Benny? I'll go... Uh, how about last? You want to go last? Wait, did you just, you, you just cracked it right now? Yes to both of your questions. Previous I to that, I do want to go did. last and I did just crack it. I'll go first. I'm going back to kind of a classic. I for sure had this on the show at least once. Hopefully not more than that because I don't want to overdo it. But Grapefruit Lonely Blonde from Fulton Brewing Company great summer beer. It is mid-August and while we are all very excited for fall and football season and decorative gourd season and ciders and carving pumpkins and all that other fun stuff, JP is perking up. I love that stuff. I think you you love fall more than anyone I know. Uh, Not really pumpkin spice lattes, but if that's your thing, you know, we're not going to fault you for it. Uh, but I don't want to wish the summer away. So I'm, you know, soaking up these remaining weeks of summer, obviously by going to somewhere where it's going to be 145 degrees temperature of the sun, essentially. Uh, but yeah, Grapefruit Lonely Blonde, Fulton Brewing Company, Minneapolis, Minnesota, one of my favorite summer beers. And I drink this beer in the winter too, just because it's refreshing and delicious and good. So yeah, love it. JP, you are up. Okay. I am back in the great state of Illinois, which both of you had lived in before. I have not. You sure have. Well, we lived in Chicago. Chicago, which we kind of like to pretend is a different state than Illinois. Okay. okay. Either way, where's Elk Grove Village for you since nah. you guys are local? <laughs> I think <laughs> we're local. 
<laughs> ben was local for five minutes and it was negative 50 the entire time he was there. <laughs> <laughs> Elk Grove Village. I think that's a suburb of Chicago. Yeah, but there are like a million suburbs. So I'm going to guess suburb because that's the most likely choice. But yeah, I'm not Good. sure. Where it is. I have no idea either. But I got this from Tavor again and it's from Microphone Brewing, which I thought was kind of cool for a podcast. Yeah, it's a double dry hop pale ale. It's good. It's uh, a little dry for my taste, but I give it a 3.8 out of 5. Okay. Yeah. Shouts to Microphone. Shouts to Elk Grove Village. And it must be started by a guy named Mike because it's literally Mike R. Or phone. Phone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Any other audio themed pun named breweries out there who want us to talk about their beer on their podcast? Oh, I didn't even say what the name of this beer was. It was it's uh, it's Stunna. Oh. Like the number one? Like the number one, yeah. Stunna. Or Stunna Shades. Oh, yeah. Stunna I remember Shades. Stunna Shades. But it's Not double, to be too it's double dry hop. So it's <laughs> the number yeah, two is. Stunna, at least. JP, Ooh. you have to please play five seconds of number one Stunna by Big Timers. I'm the number one Stunna. the number one Stunna. All right, Ben, you want you want all the smoke, you want the shine, you want the spotlight, you asked to go last. I don't know what could possibly uh, be, you know, worthy of uh, hyping up a, a beer thing, unless it's something you brewed yourself. But uh, let's let's hear what you're drinking. Kind of the opposite. I uh, got slightly mixed up with. Um, I was trying to have a shout out to Rulin Schaftenar and getting a. Uh, how would you even say it? A Hollandish beer. Another dude. Uh, uh, what is it? A Dutch beer. Dutch. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't even get a Dutch beer. I got a Belgium beer. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ella Artois. For those of you that have never heard of it, it is a Belgium beer. It's a Pilsner and it's delicious. It's also what I had in my fridge. <laughs> it's like not even a normal size can either. Look at how big my hand looks on this. <laughs> Cans are super narrow. When you saw that in the store, did you think you were buying a Dutch beer? I mean, I bought it a really long time ago. It's been in my fridge for a while. Okay, so that's fine. But I uh, cracked, I had a couple choices and I saw that one and thought that it was from the same country that Rulin Schaffner was from. I was wrong. Not. And I can't it's not. think but it's close. I can't, I can't think of a Belgian Oregon State basketball player off the top of my head. Maybe there was one throughout history. If someone knows and wants to look it up, let us know. We'd be happy to incorporate that. But then right. I can bring this back because Belgium is a country in Europe. There is a town called Bruges that exists within Belgium. There is a movie starring Colin Farrell and Ralph Fiennes, among other great actors, titled In Bruges. That is a cult classic that I think you can find on Peacock, not Netflix anymore. But I love that movie so much. I've watched it maybe a hundred times times and the first time I ever watched it was in Corvallis, Oregon because you told me to. So that is what we're connecting your Belgian beer for there. Cheers to wow. Cheers to you, Benny. That's cheers. nice, man. And that Holy is a crap. great movie. How did you connect that dot that fast? I'm thinking my brain about brain doesn't work that way anymore. I'm thinking about in Bruges most moments of my life. <laughs> we are now in Andre Nicotina in Bruges. <laughs> John Tunmore <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Do you hate <laughs> the Oregon Ducks more than Colin Farrell hates the city of Bruges in yes, that movie? I, I think he he secretly loves Bruges. He just doesn't. <laughs> he, he can't allow himself to love Bruges because he knows he'll get hurt. True. Maybe. Go watch. If you're listening, stop listening and go watch in Bruges immediately. <laughs> 
I don't want to do tell people to stop listening. I don't want to tell people to not listen to belligerent beams, but I, I, as a very pro in Bruges person, I have, I have to, you know, always support dropping everything to watch that movie. I might do that afterwards. I was going to actually try to get a very foolish, uh, few beers deep Peloton ride in after recording tonight. Cause I oh. haven't done it. I haven't done anything yet today. And while you I, have COVID or I, a cold, I, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Sneezing is not a symptom of COVID assholes. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Do I have an email yet? doesn't look like it. Um, no. Yeah. Results still pending guys. So no, I won't go down to the gym. I'll, I'll, I'll crush my core in my living room safely. Nice. Safely, so that I don't, don't fuck up my streak. That's going to last for another three days before an, another weekend. Very much not on the bike. <laughs> Sorry, JP. I'm, I'm keeping tabs on both of you. You're I we know. Me, Terry. We Benny, know. You, what happened yesterday? Dude, I just, I decided that I was just going to take it. I was going to take the criticism from both of you guys. I was redoing my fence all day yesterday and I was very tired. Were you wearing a 16 pound vest while redoing your fence yesterday? (laughs) (laughs) Please never let that die. And I was not. I like to think someone started listening to the show, like in the third or fourth episode and have just listened to us call back that without hearing the original context for it (laughs) and are just waiting for us. No, you got to go back and listen to everything. Benny occasionally wears a 16 pound vest for things it's when i don't want to go to the gym i do have a 16 pound <laughs> vest tan line though if you guys can see it no we covered this i believe two episodes ago you do you are prone to a little sunburn yep yep i got one yesterday but you know like it it doesn't even hurt that bad anymore i'm so used to them you're just yeah you're immune it yeah, feel, yeah it, feel, it feels weird when you're not sunburned so jp visited what three weeks ago over three weeks yeah. ago Dude, my knees are still peeling from that. What? Yeah, it was crazy. I've never had anything happen like that on my body. It I was peeling <laughs> almost a month after I got the initial sunburn. Wow. That is impressive. And so I have to go get checked for like skin cancer. Guys, good news coming through the Twitter sphere today, Oregon State football related. Um this dude had been rumored and connected to the program for a long time, but it's not official until the prospect tweets it himself. That's our rule. I think that's uh, legally binding by the NCAA itself too, but three-star Texas running back Damian Martinez makes it official. He is going to be a beaver. Three stars offers from a handful of uh, decent programs, including Georgia Tech, San Diego State, Kansas. Well, Kansas isn't a decent program, but it's a it's a power five program that gave him an offer and they're not at just least for now at least for now (laughs) at least for now uh kansas he's a dual he's a dual threat athlete kansas offered him for basketball so they're there that's impressive um texas running backs you think quiz rogers right away you think storm woods uh guys uh what are you uh are you stoked about damian martinez have you uh looked into this kid at all and uh any any initial thoughts on this i guess latest i had heard some things about him before so i wasn't totally shocked to see his name come through today but hey still nice to see that official you know the infographic thousand percent committed or ten thousand percent I don't know what he actually said. Shut down. His recruitment was shut down. Shut nice. Yeah. Uh, I saw some video of Damien and he's like a bruiser back, man. That guy can carry a pile. 
Um, it'd be pretty exciting. It's gonna be pretty exciting to watch him run. I got vibes of like Steven Jackson running, right? It's kind of upright, but just carries Heard of him. The- yeah, 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 exactly. And um, but can just run right through people. And I thought, uh, yeah, this is great. I'm, I'm excited to have him on board. And Benny, yeah, you were the first to point out like we, we do all right with Texas running backs. So um, yeah, I I'm stoked. And shout out to Damian for joining the Beaver fam. Yeah, I don't know if there's any uh, validity to it, but it, it seems like you could be, uh, it would be a lot easier to be underrated coming out of Texas than than most states. Like Texas, Florida, um, being a three-star coming out of one of those states, I, I think that you have a way better chance to pop just because you are playing with the best in high school. Um, so, and, and yeah, like like JP said, our our history of uh, recruiting running backs from Texas is um, has paid off pretty well. So it'll be exciting to see what Damian can do um, and and hopefully get us some help in the backfield. There's not a Jamar Jefferson coming out of that room, but there's a lot of uh, a lot of good players. And starting next season in 2022, adding Damian Martinez to that crop, I think you know competition brings out the best in everyone. So that'll definitely be right. be a, a great addition. Benny, your point on Texas too is great because um, I noticed this when looking at Damian and also other Texas recruits on uh, 24-7 sports where they have sort of like their national position ranking and their overall state ranking like next to each other, which can be really, you know, deceptive because it's two very different rankings. I don't know why it wouldn't just be like national position ranking, state position ranking, whatever. But you could have like the national position, like receiver is like ranked 10th, like the number 10 receiver in the country, number 20 receiver in the country. And then they're like the number 130th overall player in Texas. Right. <laughs> that right. is on. If you poke around that website and just look at guys' uh, profiles who are interested, um, I don't, I can't do, I can't stomach too many deep dives in recruiting. I try to just research guys once, you know, there's a lot of smoke or signal saying that they're going to considering Oregon state are likely coming to Oregon state, but it is, it is fascinating to look at, at some of those guys and um, yeah, let's go Friday night lights. Yeah. It's great. I mean like, and, and not the sidebar for too long, but I, uh, along with living in Chicago, spent time living down in Austin and um, the way that they treat football down there is just uh, completely different than, than what I was used to growing up in Oregon. It's uh, uh, when they say it's like a religion, it truly is. It's crazy. I don't know how I missed the boat on it, but I never watched the TV show Friday Night Lights. I read, I read, I read the book and I saw the movie and I loved them both. The movie, I think the movie is great. And we were in college. I think I just started watching the show. I'm like, seven episodes in and I'm so happy I found it because it's it's so bingeable it's like the best like all right it's the end of the night I need to watch two episodes of something and go to sleep and then you're gonna watch the mom again in White Lotus for sure <laughs> I might watch I might watch White Lotus before I finish Friday Night Lights I did, I've been told I need to get on White Lotus so I won't delay that too long but what's that actress's name she's the same mom Connie Britton is that her yeah yeah <laughs> Connie Britton oh shit now I'm seeing the number of episodes each character was in spoilers okay didn't yeah Connie Britton <laughs> is right Connie Britton is right <laughs> There he's Xing out of windows like his mom's about to come in. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that definitely throw, throwback to a, to a simpler, uh, more nefarious time. Um, <laughs> speaking of nefarious things, Gary Payton the seconds dunk the other night. 
that had to have been illegal. My God, why do you have to do him like that, Jay? Dude, he like <laughs> levitated through the air. I don't understand. I was trying to look like, did his left arm, was he like pushing off in the shoulder? Because then I looked at the other angle from under the hoop and he wasn't, he just kind of like reached over the guy and he just floated like like six feet horizontally without without rising or falling he just kind of just went in a flat plane um all the way to the hoop and i just i don't understand it i don't get how someone can defy gravity that way but if anyone was going to do it i'm happy it was gary Payne the second and i'm even more happy that it was for my warriors dude you had to have been going bananas when that happened because gp2 is like he was the dude for, for oregon state basketball on the last like b- before this last year the last 20 years still one of my favorite well like I, yeah, yeah like i said though I, I i've never really had a, a former beef go to one of my teams and like even make slight noise i think simonton ended up with the niners for a bit as a yep. undrafted free agent and i was really excited about that and um i think that's just only because erickson was there so right uh, yeah and like i, I mean I, I so i've been waiting for this for a long time it was awesome watching gary play live last season as well he got some good minutes and like people were you know turning heads that should definitely continue to happen when he's making plays like that like the way we know he plays uh but doing it on a bigger stage and uh he, he's you know sitting in a good position to to make the roster uh hopefully more insane dunks in the future it's one of the best dunks i've ever seen of his the only one that i think was maybe not even like super impressive because of like what he did but just because of how it happened was his dunk against Kansas when the ball went in twice. That was the most shocked I've ever been to, to see him dunk the ball so hard that it just hung on the rim, rolled back up and went in again. Honestly, should be worth four points. It should be worth more than that. <laughs> that's such an impossible physical anomaly for that to even happen. But yeah, that's why that's why you watch Summer League for explosive dunks like that to see guys who I think it's it's fair to say he's been a fringe roster player for most of his career. But hey, the, the Wolves were in a tough spot last year. I was having a hard time watching a lot of NBA basketball. So I texted you this. I tweeted this JP. I was a part of Dub Nation once they signed GP2. And watch watch a lot. He played really well. You know, he can he can be a a defensive stopper. And if he keeps, you know, adding to his offensive game, be a valuable two-way player. That that dude should be in the league for sure. You know, some of these other guys agreed. We love, we want them to catch their break. We want them to play. But the one I have true confidence in, even from when he uh got uh did he go undrafted totally? Yeah. Yeah. But when he was uh, his rookie year, I know he spent time with the Bucks and like the Lakers and the Wizards and started Wizards, yeah. around every single time. I was like, he's he's gonna fit somewhere. Like, he's gonna yeah. Sink. He's I mean, I think this is like the right situation for him too because the Warriors need a backup point guard. They need a guy that's not shoot first, but he can be a good distributor. It also be an offensive threat, like explosively, um, and a lockdown defender too. And he checks a lot of those boxes. And from what I've been hearing throughout summer league, is he's developing a pretty good shot this year. So um, he has some sticking power for sure. So today I bought uh, my eight month old, a little, it actually says Lil Beaver on the back of her baseball cap, which is interesting um, and kind of, you know, hilarious. But, but uh, anyways, the front of it is the new, the new Beaver, the the flying Beaver shark. And uh, my four-year-old was not happy because I've been buying him almost exclusively retro throwback Benny gear, um, which I thought he really liked but our favorite now, the favorite yeah exactly for sure yes. this is why we're chuggy because he was like no i like the uh, that logo the the new beaver 
So be, and it's interesting. Maybe it's because it is one of the most aerodynamic logos in all of college <laughs> sports. And kids love aerodynamicism. I think that's just this new wave of children that just, you know, love things that fly fast through the air. We had a professor from the University of Texas at San Antonio, Chris Combs, uh, go through most of college football like logos and decide how aerodynamic uh, they are. And he is a uh, professor who specializes in high-speed aerodynamics. So he took all these logos, he analyzed them, and he, and he put them in groups. And the Fly Beaver Shark was one of like the, what, top 15 most aerodynamic logos in all college sports? I think it was 13. 13 in that, 13 in that top group. And we were rated, our rating was Fly Me to the Moon. That is how aerodynamic <laughs> the, the, the Beaver Shark is. And the opposite end of the spectrum is block letters that shouldn't fly. And I was so happy to see that uh, the Wisconsin Flying W is in that because that's what they call it, the Flying W. And it absolutely shouldn't fly and I've told all of my Wisconsin family members how awful that logo is for so long so I'm so happy that a scientist backed me up mom <laughs> that's awesome so, do you guys think that it is chuggy that we like the old Benny the Beaver logo I don't think so and that 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 begs the question why does Oregon State continue to go with this beaver shark logo because all because it's like, aerodynamic because well, it's aerodynamic well I get I get that you're that your children like that. And I'm sure that other people do too. But like, if you look at Oregon State's, um, th their uh, fan store, they're adding more and more old school Benny stuff, which means that more and more people are buying old school Benny stuff. Or that we're tweeting angrily at them more and more to get more old school Benny stuff. And they're just like, Jesus Christ, here. <laughs> that could be it too. But it's, it, I don't think we have time for this episode, but in between old school Benny and flying beaver shark is i believe what the we'll just OS. call angry beaver oh angry uh, beaver yeah. yeah the os is i've put the os on the side of shit for a while like whatever yeah. it can exist but i'm not gonna rock it but the angry beaver from you know our era up through 2012 mm -hmm. the last yeah. year that it was on the football uniforms was the best season since 2000 that is a logo that i think is very of its time and probably shouldn't get brought back primarily but i'd love to see it one game a year i think it will be cool in like 24 45 to do a throwback <laughs> to the angry beaver. But is that the reason why we like old school Benny with this sailor hat and shit with the buck teeth, you know, because that's how oh my god for our generation. Why did you pull out 2045? <laughs> Because that gives it enough time to like age and mature and be like, oh, remember that? And we'll have right? like 5,000 episodes at that point. So we can shout it back to this episode of <laughs> yeah. this podcast and be like, remember when we talked about Angry Beaver? It's back. <laughs> my one my one uh, qualm with that logo was the script was kind of whack. And they put the script on the bat. Do you remember the basketball uniforms from like 05, 06? Uh, that said, yeah, right. Yeah, that did not look good. But you no, know what would look well? I've always, always thought would look so good good for Oregon State's football logo uh, or football uniform is to have the cursive beavers written on the helmet again. That was those are cool. So sick. But they did that for like a practice helmet, I think, one year. The new script. 
the new Curse of Script. The new Curse they of had, Script. But like you they know had that by, like, script, the, yeah. from the 80s, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, but there's a new one that came with the rebrand when we got the Flying Beaver Shark. Yeah, that one's cool. It's a little bit, it's not as thick and boxy as the old yeah. Beaver one. It's a good, it's a good yeah. modernization of the old script, but like they've put that on the helmets for practice. Right. They've also well, put the old school Benny right. on that too. I well, know. We, we started talking about all the iterations of Benny because of uh, this aerodynamicist. Is that how you talk, uh, mention a scientist who studies aerodynamics? That, Dr. Chris Combs. I feel like we should provide the layman terms. Maybe a Hollandish that he provided on, <laughs> on Twitter. So his methodology is, and I, this is me re- reading directly from his Twitter account, is assuming flow right to left. Not standard convention, but almost every logo is looking to the right, so it made sense. For a few cases, I mirrored the logo, like North Carolina, to be fair. Only United States Power 5 and Group of 5 football schools, sorry. I'm looking entirely for streamlined logo shapes, and shapes has asterisks on it. He used primary logos per ESPN. Background is in high-speed flow physics, so viewing these through that lens, but honestly didn't know that he would change the categories that much for low speed. He did not have time to do this yesterday, but couldn't help himself. Some thoughts. So the most aerodynamic logos uh, that are included in this study, besides us, are Texas State, Arkansas, is that West, oh, Western Kentucky? I, I can't read it because it's flipped backwards. Uh, Nevada, UTSA, Colorado, SMU, Southern Miss, Louisville, Kansas State and Iowa. And the first bullet that I like is mostly birds and big cats. And then the next one, <laughs> kudos to Oregon State making an aerodynamic beaver. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then the other one is no one knows what's going on with the Western Kentucky logo, but the towel looks pretty streamlined at least. And then the next oh, one, yeah. he, he hates on all the circly, all the circly logos, which includes bomb bomb bomb, the Oregon Ducks, that fucking school down south uh you know tried and true relatively aerodynamic from low speed to hypersonic re-entry yeah of course losers but kind of boring <laughs> to be honest <laughs> yeah do you remember when they were like it's an o but it's also the shape of otson do you guys remember yeah, that? do you remember do. that shit and yeah <laughs> it's like motherfucker every stadium is shaped like a circle yeah, yeah. That's and what you know what yeah. your o looks like the o from oakley oh, and that brand has been around beyond the time that your o existed they're posers and that's probably chuggy as fuck to say that but it's true <laughs> but it's chuggy to be a poser too yeah. take, your, <laughs> take your stupid o and your low speed to hypersonic re-entry like the amateurs that you are out of here we are a science <laughs> school and we're now a science podcast baby i'm gonna yeah. try and get i'm gonna get is chris combs is uh, uh his dms are open he is getting a podcast invite right now come yes i'm on the pod dr combs yeah love to chat about this with you and i'm sure our listeners would love to hear us attempt to talk about aerodynamics <laughs> and low speed and hyper re-entry hey, and after a few beers i could talk about anything we're versatile we leave no stones <laughs> yeah. unturned on this podcast this isn't just a football show come on yeah it's the only golf slash aerodynamics podcast the only there. golf slash aerodynamics slash entre nicotina slash i'm forgetting all of them already but yeah let's go
Speaking of technology, have you guys seen the new uh, Bieber Athletic mobile app? I downloaded it today. It's essentially the website for your phone, <laughs> yeah. as most apps are. I was actually looking forward to it more because of like the ticket management, but then the ticket management just links you out to a website embedded into right. like an iframe on the on the app. But uh, they might they might uh, work out some of the kinks on that though. I could see that changing. But I do so, like, and I've seen I've seen people talk about it. Uh, I think B recruiting. Somebody was tweeting out about it, and they were like, "It'd be great to get." You know, heights and weight of players because they have uh, the other athletic information um, for, like rosters and he was saying or they were saying that uh, it'd be awesome to have you know more more information about the players available almost like a program uh, but a digital program on your phone and uh, that'd be really cool that would actually make it very very useful as you're like watching the game being like oh who is that and you can quickly find like you know number 69 420 who is the number 69 420 <laughs> I don't know I can't find it on the app yet they gotta figure I believe Josh Andrews former offensive lineman who did also play on the Vikings for a while and was in the league for a while, AKA juice. I think he was number 69 for the beeves. He was a good center. So when it was what our uh, freshman or junior year, J- JP and I were going to, we made a pact to go to every single home beaver basketball game. And this was smart. Great. Yeah, time. right. Yeah. It was <laughs> when you had the Palm pilot and it was like the yeah. first smartphone where now, you could now we're chuggy. Now we're chuggy. Yeah. <laughs> but you could look up information about the players and yeah. we could make fun of them for personal stuff and I'm not I'm not condoning that although it was very fun but they could do <laughs> something um not not exactly similar to that but they could like send out like pre-game chants or like yep. you want to yell this at this particular player obviously keeping it family friendly but like they could do fun things with yeah. like that with with the app I think we have, yeah, an like explicit, we have an explicit tag on this podcast for a reason we don't have to promote only family friendly behavior yeah but I mean well okay like if I got my In way game. it would be very personal <laughs> and like would leave the person <laughs> crying but like you can't do that as a <laughs> like honorable <laughs> institution so you'd have to you'd have to do like you you could play around with it though and it could get crowd engagement and you could get everyone on the same page to chant the yep. same thing at the same time this was like what i was talking about with sam wiley last week where i said that the beaver dam used to put those cards at gill they put them on the bleachers and so you would sit down and see oh okay look here's a little like note card on the on the you know dirt on the players and things to yeah. say who to who to boo um i think pretty quickly though they they made it a rule that you can't target players with chance or booing. Um, you can only do it for like a team aspect, which is ridiculous because you can you can mask it any way you want but uh that would be a great way to do it again because i have a feeling that people didn't do that because it was just a pain in the ass to like print all of the um all the cards and distribute them for you know twice a week for home games all of that was just a clever elaborate ploy to trick you out of 50 dollars your freshman year JP. <laughs> <laughs> it was all the money i had dude i was yeah. like i guess yep. this is worthy investment fighting people for mini domino's pizzas at football games <laughs> it's awesome to that point though like and and this is goes against what you just said where you can't target people but like let's say we're playing arizona and there's a particular person on arizona that had an air ball that uh could have won the game against us last game but it was an air ball you could send something to that app where you could chant like air ball every time he got the ball the next game so yeah just like make i don't know something like that yeah I'm, i think that'd be a great way to do disseminate information 
quickly and get it in the hands of Beaver fans. Yeah, it'd be a great way to just break down the other players of the other team. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a competitive advantage. Not build them back up. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, forgetting about breaking down other teams and building up our teams, there are some you know exciting fall sports uh, coming coming through in the next coming days, uh, especially with football. The season is you know days weeks away. There is a football team scrimmage coming up this Saturday at Research Stadium. Uh, team versus, I'm not sure exactly how they'll divide the teams up, but it should be pretty fun. Uh, we've seen a couple of uh, depth chart um, speculations based from the reporters who have been at fall camp so far. And I think this will probably be sort of the first telltale. Um, maybe not. I don't know. I, I'm still kind of trying to figure out how secretive Jonathan Smith is because he's very generous with his time and he's a very good speaker and very thoughtful. But, you know, you don't get to be a powerful football coach by just divulging everything you know, right? You got to be, you know, a little, uh, a little deceptive and have, you know, a flair for a little the espionage. Cloak. Exactly. Yeah. So since this is a scrimmage that's open to the public, I don't know that I'll be like, oh, this will be the starting team, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, who gets a bunch of reps with uh, the ones um, right now for quarterback. It looks like it's been a mixture of e- pretty equally between Tristan Jebbia and Neuer. Um, but if you're in, if you're in Oregon as JP is and just north of Oregon as Ben is, and you can get down to Corvallis, maybe you're in Corvallis this Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, Oregon State football scrimmage at Reeser, open to the public. They want everyone to enter in gate B, which I assume is between gates A and C. I haven't been at Reeser in like five years. I feel like such a traitor. Wow. I'm, I'm coming to a game. I'm coming to a home game this year. Like I've, I've made the decision. It's going to happen. We'll go together. I think once, once they release uh, kickoff times is when um, I'll make it. Maybe I'll let a few games. Happen Idaho game. The, the week at uh, two weeks after Purdue come out now for Idaho. It's a, it's like a one o'clock kickoff or noon kickoff. I can maybe make that happen. I probably won't. I'm going, I've got, I've got, uh, if you want to see, see a belligerent beef in the stands, I'll be in the terrace. Will you be wearing belligerent beef's merch? I will be wearing merch for sure. So actually if you I see know, me, I'll have stickers. I'll have stickers. Come say hi. I know one Idaho fan and I'm pretty sure she's going to that game with a bunch of uh, her Idaho friends. So that might be, <laughs> that's not Ooh, the worst idea. Who's her Idaho friend? Uh, her name is A.S. Sumner, an incredible picture book author who is also married with children. So not everything's about that, Benny, you asshole. <laughs> oh, but Aya, I might come and talk. I might come in to talk some shit. So we'll see. <laughs> if you want a taste of the football season uh, before the games start counting in the win and loss column, the football team is playing at Reeser uh, on Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. And you can turn it into a day because the volleyball team is also starting their holding their orange and black scrimmage season kickoff at 6 p.m. at Gill. So, you know, go to the football scrimmage, yes. head on out, go to local boys, go to McMinimins, enjoy Monroe Ooh. Street a little bit, and then head on back to Gill and uh, watch some high quality volleyball playing. Um, and that's Sounds like a perfect summer Saturday in the best Beautiful. college town in the Pac-12. The Paris. That's in the Paris oh. of the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. That's the first time we've used the actual official Oregon State marketing tagline. I, I felt a little dirty and corporate saying that. We'll stick <laughs> with the Paris of the Pacific Northwest. Is it the best college town in the Pac-12 or the best college town in America? Well, who are you asking? The official shield <laughs> right now says best college town in the Pac-12. Uh, yeah, but we know the real truth. We yeah. just can't flood the world with... You don't get... 
going compared great to Paris for no reason. All right. <laughs> yeah. And it is just widely accepted that Corvallis, Oregon is the Paris of the Pacific Northwest. So yeah, that is, that's exciting. Also, uh, by the time this episode drops, the women's soccer team will have uh, started their season um, August 19th, 7 p.m. Pacific time against Seattle. Uh, they're coming off, uh, I believe was something, it was, yeah, they had a rough season last year, but they had a really good season the season before that. So hopefully it's more 2019 than 2020 uh, for Oregon State women's soccer. If you're in the area, go uh, go out and support and uh, get get loud for the Oregon State women's soccer team. I think it'd be kind of dope if we became a soccer school. You know, we're coming off of uh, the, the women's soccer team's been decent in at least uh, occasionally in the last few years. We just had uh, Gloria Manda, new belligerent Beavs Hall of Fame inductee, win the Herman last year. And Oregon State men's soccer has been good recently. Like it would be dope if we were a soccer school. Well, I'm excited to see what happens with the women's team. They just got a new head coach this summer. So, you know, uh, sometimes you get uh, some, you get some crazy momentum when you yeah. bring in a new coach and they change the culture a bit, make you rethink uh, how you approach your, your game days, your preparation. And uh, yeah, the women's team just got a new coach in July, uh, Lauren Sinicola. So Lauren Sinicola, shout out to coach Sinicola and uh, the women's come on the, program. come on the pod coach. There you go. Yeah, they play, they play Idaho too. I'm not nice. sure why that's relevant. <laughs> But also, you can get tickets to that, especially on the OSU Beavers mobile app. See, we outline these episodes and shit. Everything comes together. We know what we're doing, kind of. Not really. No, we don't at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's really exciting. All right. And that brings us to the, the close of another great episode of the Belligerent Beavers podcast. Uh, got a couple of things to go out on. We have to give a shout out to our Peloton friend at Beave Biker. Actually, they they don't have ads at the beginning of Peloton profiles. I'm losing it. <laughs> you see, you can tell. Shoogie. You can tell how much I've been on the app the last week when I've, you know, been ha- having too much fun and possibly getting COVID. Not actually, though, Beaver fans. I'm being very careful. But Beef Biker on their century for a hundred rides. Congratulations nice to you. Yeah. Activate your greatness. We see awesome. you. And if you're on Peloton, as you know, we are because we talk about it and tweet about it, fucking nonstop. Uh, there is there's a Belligerent Beeves leaderboard tag. So if you're a listener and you want to interact with fellow Peloton users, hit us up on the Belligerent Beeves leaderboard, especially if you're an app user like me. I'm not one of these chuggy, bougie bastards who owns the bike, that expensive piece of machinery. You know, I'm I'm on I'm on the cheap plan with just the app on my phone. So uh we got we got something for everyone. Um the other one is uh what's the other? We have two babies. Babies, the babies to hashtag the bays. I can't believe a Creek fan group didn't take that already that's so funny <laughs> oh the babes hashtag we are officially the babes repping the beaver fam holding it down for the paris of the pacific northwest so many themes here uh so follow at hashtag babes hashtag belligerent beeves on peloton as well as the other socials i think our instagram is about to start popping off too i think we've uh, we've got some bandwidth for that uh once again check out the football and volleyball scrimmages this saturday if you're in corvallis that is the football team in action at Reister Stadium, 11 a.m. Pacific time and the volleyball team. And for the black and orange scrimmage, black and orange, black and orange, black and orange, play five seconds of black and orange. I'm representing for the city, you gon' see me in that. Black and orange, black and orange, black and orange, black and orange.
Uh, also, <laughs> I wanted to, I, I wanted to talk about this at the beginning. JP said no. The new Nas album is fire. I've listened to I it. Like, I haven't listened to it. I've yet. listened to it like three times through. So any any listeners out there, listen to the Nas album and just talk about it with me. <laughs> <laughs> it would make my day. Check that check that shit out. King's Disease too. Uh, <laughs> of course, download the OSU Beavers mobile app. Get hyped for football season. It is weeks away. Benny and I are gonna get some merch soon. Get some merch. We've got beautiful merch designed by our co-host JP Bertram himself. It looks amazing. Uh, next week we will have a, a very special guest from behind enemy lines to help us break down the first game of the Oregon State uh, football season against the Purdue Boilermakers and a bunch of other fun miscellaneous stuff as well. This is always a great time. This has been episode 10 of the Belligion Double Peace digits. Podcast. This is 12 more than we should have ever done. It's incredible. <laughs> I can't believe we're here. Thank you everyone for listening. I was just going to ask, do you think there's more of an outdated mascot than the Purdue Boilermakers? <laughs> I don't think there is. Maybe. Every time I see that, I say boiler. I think of Seabass in Dumb and Dumber saying, make it for Boilermakers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think of someone shoveling coal into a train. (laughs) I also don't feel like we have a fair uh, perception of Purdue being one of our best friends. Aaron Stevens went to Indiana University and we have only ever really experienced Purdue through his eyes. Uh, I also (laughs) don't Not good. Totally know that he's... uh, I won't finish that. But anyway, we're very excited to uh, get into that. And also, I'm excited as hell to go to West Lafayette. Benny, excited as hell to mix it up with... uh, some Purdue fans and also meet some listeners as well. We've gotten a couple DMs saying they're going to be in Indiana for the game. We can't wait to meet you guys. Ten bring the stickers episodes. We'll bring, I need stickers for you. Still haven't sent anything to my house yet, dog. <laughs> I need you to help me out before I can be a man of the people. I'm seeing all this merch and I don't have any of it yet. What the hell? <laughs> Benny's buying his, Benny already has a cart of over a hundred dollars. He's adding a customized 16 pound vests to the merch store right now (laughs) there's a disconnect there's a disconnect on who gets what here (laughs) but for real thank you guys so much for listening to us on our bullshit constantly it's so much fun making these episodes so we're going to keep making them and it means a lot that you're sharing this time with us again rate and review for a free sticker slide into our dms and we'll send them out to you uh please don't hesitate to share the show with a friend and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts we'll be back for another episode next week and then following that is the penultimate episode before football season starts i can't believe it's gonna be fall mm-hmm. i can't wait it's been I can't way wait. too hot I, this I love fall we all we all love fall we all love football we love oregon state and this is gonna be a special year i think we all we all think that we all feel it and we all want to uh wish it into existence so hopefully we got it and we will be right here to talk about it whether we do or not so thank you again for sticking with us for this 10th episode of belligerent beeves cheers to all of you from the babes can't spell chop them without hope chop them hope hope chop them hope them <laughs> chop them <'em. laughs>